Welcome to the Still Rowing Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Stratford-Gale, and I'm excited to share this brief Still Rowing short with you. Before I jump into my message though, I wanted to express thanks to those who have left a review for this podcast. Tara and I love and value your feedback and comments. This podcast world is a unique space to share our feelings and stories, in part because we can't see or interact with you, our listeners. I wish that we could. This is why it is so encouraging to hear from you. Your feedback, takeaways, everything. These comments really do give us life and motivation to keep with it, just knowing it makes a difference for even one person. So if you have left a review, thank you. It means so much to us. And if you haven't yet, we would love to hear from you and what some of your takeaways have been. Recently, I've learned a better way to spiritually strengthen those around me and bring others to Christ, especially those who doubt. This method has been modeled for me by President Eyring and the Holy Ghost. Elder James E. Talmadge writes that prior to coming to earth, the spirit children of God, us, lived together with Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and Satan. We existed as intelligent individuals and possessed power and opportunity to choose the course we would pursue and the leaders we would follow and obey. When our Father in Heaven's plan was submitted with its essential Redeemer, Jesus Christ, as the way, we all know we burst forth into song and shouted for joy. Our premortal life has been on my mind because I was reflecting on times when the Spirit has testified to me the truthfulness of something. So, for example, multiple times when I finished the Book of Mormon and prayed according to Moroni's promise, the Spirit whispered, You already know. And other times when seeking validation of what I believed, the Spirit whispered again, You already know. This language and pattern of teaching and confirmation by the Holy Ghost in the words of You already know seemed pretty significant to me. I first thought maybe my confirmation comes this way because it's the Spirit's way of encouraging me to see Christ and the Holy Ghost bearing witness of Him throughout the entire process, not just the end. I spoke with my husband Shad about this specific pattern of how the Spirit testifies of truth to me and how the language of you already know seems significant. And though I did glean something from the, this repeated phrase, I told him, I just feel like there's more. What do you think? And that's when Shad said, I think it's a callback to our time in the pre-mortal life. In an instant, I felt a rush of warmth overcome me and a burning in my chest. That's totally what it is. The Spirit is testifying to me that this is not the first time I have learned these truths. I knew these things in the pre-mortal life. It isn't the first time I have felt the love of Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. So as the Spirit is testifying of these things to me, He's also calling back to another time when I already knew these things. And that is significant. All of this reminded me of a principle I learned from President Eyring a couple of years ago. He was addressing CES educators on having conversations with students who express doubts. He utilizes the and thus we see passages from the Book of Mormon to illustrate his point that our purpose is to increase testimony and faith. To paraphrase President Eyring's message, he first notes that thus typically indicates a conclusion will follow. 
based on facts and logic preceding it. He then shares how writers in the Book of Mormon utilized thus and how it differs from how the world looks for evidence or logic. Book of Mormon writers recount an event or describe some fact followed by the words, and thus we see, or we see. Then the writer states some spiritual truth, something about the way God deals with his children, or something about what our life is like as God sees it. The description of the event does not prove the conclusion the way the world looks for evidence or logic. And this is the takeaway. The description of what went before is what someone with spiritual sight will observe and then say, Oh, yes, now I see God. What follows, thus we see, is what someone with spiritual eyes will see. For instance, an example of when one person could see and one could not is when Captain Moroni had Zarahemna's army cornered and he attributed all their success to God. But Zarahemna, looking at the same set of facts and events, did not believe it was God that strengthened them, but that it was their cunning and their breastplates and their shields. Importantly, what we learn from these stories and the thus we see passages is not only to develop spiritual eyes to see, but to also treat others as seekers and believers of truth. President Eyring describes what's significant about thus we see. First, the feeling of being included as a seeker and believer by the writer. When the author says, and thus we see, he is saying, I include you with me among those who see. And second, the burning that tells us the thing the writer could see was true. President Eyring teaches like the Spirit has taught me. When speaking with someone who doubts, Eyring instructs, talk with them not as a doubter, but as a seeker after truth. And this same principle can apply to everyone, not just doubters. The Spirit speaks to me as a believer, as someone who already knows. I am that same person who was in the pre-mortal life, who burst forth into song and shouted for joy when the Father's plan was presented. He instills in me the confidence that I knew these things before, and importantly, I chose these things before. I possessed power and opportunity to choose the course I would pursue and the leaders I would follow and obey. And I am choosing these things again. By answering my prayers this way, the Spirit instills familiarity of what I am learning while testifying of truth as he says to me, you already know. As I've studied more of President Eyring's messages, I think I've seen this method and pattern in every talk of his since. And I want you to look. I think you'll recognize it when you hear him speak from now on. I pulled a few examples from more recent conference talks of his. Pay close attention to the language he uses. The language is significant. In fall 2021, he says, Revelation comes to us in proportion to the degree to which we have sought to take the doctrine of Christ into our hearts and implement it in our lives. He says, You remember from the Book of Mormon that Nephi taught us that faith in Jesus Christ is the key to receiving revelation of truth and the key to having the confidence that we are following the Savior's direction. 
Did you catch that? He said, you remember. He's including us as persons with spiritual sight. In fall 2020, he says, Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ know and love you. They want you to return to them and become like them. Your success is their success. And then he says, You have felt that love confirmed by the Holy Ghost when you have read or heard these words. For behold, this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Again in the same talk, he says, You are being nourished and comforted by a loving Savior who knows how to succor you in whatever tests you face. And probably the most poignant example for our purposes comes from April 2021, his talk, I Love to See the Temple. It's the story of the first time he's in the temple to receive his endowment. He says, I looked up at a high white ceiling that made the room so light it seemed almost as if it were open to the sky. And in that moment, the thought came into my mind in these clear words, I have been in this lighted place before. But then immediately there came into my mind, not in my own voice, these words, No, you have never been here before. You are remembering a moment before you were born. You were in a sacred place like this. This is a clear example of the Spirit calling back to a time before President Eyring came to this earth. The Spirit teaching and reminding us that these are things we already know is how President Eyring speaks and teaches to us. There's a soft and peaceful assurance listening as he says things like, You remember, and you have felt that love before. How do you feel when you hear it? I feel like I'm treated as a seeker of truth, like he's including my faith in his testimony as someone who already knows. John 14, 26 reads, The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, which the Father shall send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. This verse has more meaning to me now than it ever has before. I testify of the reality of the pre-mortal life where we lived with Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and where we possessed power and opportunity to choose the course we would pursue and the leaders we would follow and obey. The Holy Ghost has testified to me of this time before this life where I already knew these things. I already knew and loved my Savior. What I am learning now, I have learned before. And the manner in which he testified to me is how latter-day and ancient prophets and apostles have taught us, treating us as seekers and believers while testifying of Christ. I testify the mission of the Holy Ghost is to bear witness of Christ, and when the Spirit speaks to you, the language he uses is significant. He treats us as seekers of faith, as believers. I invite you to teach like the Spirit teaches and how President Eyring has demonstrated and instructed us to teach. Include others as seekers and believers of truth and to bear sure witness of Jesus Christ. Thanks for listening, friends. I'll see you next time.